it's episode four, baby. Um, welcome to a Doom Pod. It's me, Dan Jones, and uh, I'm here again. Here we go, episode four. I will say, doing uh, doing these and recording these, uh, I see a little box with my face on it. It just reminds me so much of uh, <laughs> doing therapy for the first time through lockdown. Um, except I'm not getting advice. I'm just watching myself say depressing things. I didn't. I didn't find therapy particularly useful. <laughs> I mean, people suggested a bunch of things to sort of improve your mental health, and I tried. I tried walking dogs. I tried um, borrow my doggy. Borrow my doggy is an awful name for an app. I'd have gone for something more like uh, Who takes my dog out? Who? 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 Each each to their own, I guess. Um, I do have a first-class degree in marketing, but what do I know? And walking dogs is supposed to be good for the mental health, and I, I found it a lot like therapy in that I was I was told to take the lead, I thought it would make me feel good, but ultimately I just ended up dealing with shit I would never have had to. I feel like borrowing my doggy is such an odd... It's such a my-generation thing of, like, we're just picking up the slack of the generation above us who who either made a mistake investing in a dog or don't have the time for, or they just are feeling lazy, and so they sort of pimp out their responsibilities. And we 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 fall for it. We think, oh yeah, that's well, we've turned it into an idea to make ourselves have better mental health. You have to pay to sign up for this service. I feel like we've been gaslit by the generation above to that we've got mental health problems rather than. Um, they've they've let the world go to shit, and they've also somehow managed to monetize their own issues. I remember being a kid, and my stepmom would always say, "You know, you can't you can't go around treating this house like a hotel." Um, we had very similar voices, despite not being related, and uh, and now she she lets out my old bedroom as an Airbnb. So, look, he was wrong. We had some uh, big news in the all-you-can-eat seafood buffet of comedy world this week when uh, I took part in the quarterfinals for the Lesser Square New Comedian of the Year award. Um, it's my third time in this competition. Previous times I've got to the semi-finals both times, and third time we're in the semi-finals again. Third time lucky. This is the big one. This is the last competition I will ever enter. We're debuting at Edinburgh next year. This is the last chance to get another another final under my belt. We've, we've got, I think, maybe three or four finals and an award under my belt already. But this is the big one. This We need one going into debuting to get the people talking. That's all I need. Plus, a good show would be nice. It's, there's a lot of people that say competitions don't matter. And they don't. If you live in London and are regularly seen by industry people anyway I feel like outside of London then they do matter I can't afford to get to London anywhere near as often as I'd like to so it makes a huge difference to have a big room full of industry people there watching you in the final knowing that you've got through three or four rounds previously plus to perform at Leicester Square would be a dream come true let's let's just be real there that that's it's the Wembley Stadium if you don't include doing comedy in stadiums. It's the Wembley stadiums of rooms, I guess. I've seen some of my favourite people of all. I've seen Mike Babiglia at Leicester Square. Um, I've seen Frankie Boyle. Oh, been there, saw Jen Brister, which was fantastic. It'd just be a real achievement and another sign 
that we're moving towards the pizza buffet. We're moving towards, we're about to, you know, we're not, we're not investing in any pizza ovens just yet. You know, I'm still in the back, I'm shucking oysters, the cheap oysters. Um, I wouldn't even say they're oysters, they're probably just like clams found in the beach. But we're nearly there, semi-finals. Semi-goddamn finals. One of the first finals I was ever in. Um, I was also in the final with um, a Mr. Babatunde Aleshi, who is currently, as I'm recording this, in my basement flat, is in the jungle, the Australian outback, on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. So, I don't know who's roughing it more right now, to be fair. He's, he's definitely getting paid more than he, I am to be here, <clears throat> but he's out there you know, enjoying the company of Matt Hancock. It's nice, isn't it, to see him? It's really it's really nice to see him just being one of us. I just find it really perplexing that he is involved in such a show. And he said he was doing it to engage with the kids, which we all know is what dads say when they're fucking losers. And also, you're not getting the, you're not getting the interest of the kids on ITV. No, no kid, no one under the age of 21 has ever willingly put ITV on. They're only watching ITV if they've gone around their nan's house or they're in the doctors. I don't watch it. I've never, I haven't watched it since I was 15 when uh, I lived in the middle of nowhere and we used to watch on in Envy as they got different foods every day. It's like a 45 minute drive to the shop where I lived when growing up, so the food paraglided in on in boxes. Beautiful. Jealous. I'd swap it in a heartbeat. It's weird seeing Matt Hancock do the trials to win stars and feed the camp because for the 14 years that the Tories have been in power now, I've not really seen anybody, any Tory, willingly try and feed people. And that's all of my political material for this episode. In other, in other unrelated news to comedy, I've, I've been to see some music gigs for the first time in a while. I got the train to Bexhill-on-Sea to watch Cat Power. Um, she was, she's touring her latest album, the covers album, and she did not play a single song off that album. And that's something the venue just wanted us to be fine with. They said it was the artist's prerogative for what songs they played, but I'd argue n no. I feel like it's like going to the cinema to see a new film with your favourite actor in it, and you sit down, you bought your popcorn, you bought your sweeties, you've got your extra large Coke Zero, because you don't want sugar that still aren't afraid of diabetes, and the credits roll, and it's a film that the actor has previously done that you know is shit. So I, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy the show. It was so boring. It was just so tediously dull and the audience weren't up for it whatsoever because it was something they weren't expecting I suppose one lady was singing along and she kept getting people staring at her and the audience it's one of those things where I looked around the audience and and for the first five minutes I was like oh everyone is older than me there's a lot of old people here and then sort of slowly realised that, no, this is, these are my people. There's a lot of people sat down at this gig. It felt like being at a festival at like 1pm when all the young people are still asleep from the night before and all the 
cool mums that have taken their children to see uh, whatever band is on first. To go and see Cat Power do a covers album where none of the songs she played were the covers we were expecting she covered. Just watching someone do Bob Dylan, it was, it, that's all it was, and, and it's not for me. I went to see Julia Jacklin on Thursday, and it was a much younger crowd, and Julia was phenomenal. Her voice is just spectacular, really. I've sort of figured out the music I listen to most at the minute are women that wear dungarees. Um, and, it, and that goes across multiple genres. If you Google Cat Power, she's in their dungarees. You Google Julia Jacklin, she's in dungarees. Uh, I'm st seeing Stella Donnelly next week, and she's in dungarees. It, I don't know what it is, but that seems to be my uh, my taste in music and people, I reckon. Uh, I don't know what it is about dungarees, they're just so useful. <laughs> I don't know. But during, during Julia's set, she said something interesting. She said that she came to Brighton many years ago because she flew here for love. She met someone and, and she flew all the way back and then spent the worst three days of her life wandering the streets of Brighton. And uh, we've all been there, haven't we? We've all, we've all made mistakes. And it got me thinking to like, when I was like 21, I moved to Australia for love. And it didn't work out, and that's fine, but when future partners hear that you have once moved across the world, the furthest possible distance you can travel for anyone, it gives you very little wiggle room to say no to anything else without that being used against you. It's hard to say, well, the rail strikers are causing a bit of disruption. Can we see each other next weekend? Or can we go and see this particular film? I can't say no because then they're just like, oh, so you'd you'd move across the world for someone else, but you won't go to the cinema with me. You won't spend £19 on a cinema ticket with me. And it's like, I do not want to see Harry Styles acting. I'm sorry. The last time I went, whenever Harry Styles came on screen, there was an audible gasp from the six-year-olds in the audience. That's not, I'm not paying to hear six-year-olds fall in love for the first time. You can't quantify the weight of love based on irrational decisions you made when you were younger. We've all done stupid stuff for love. Or, and if you haven't, get out. Get out of town and live a little. Say hello to a stranger. And I reckon that'll about do us for today. Um, if you are listening to this, uh, thank you very much. If you want to come and see me this week, come on Tuesday to the Electric Arcade where, um, a little secret, we have Joe Wilkinson coming down. And it's going to be a fun one. I can guarantee you that. Tickets have gone really quickly because I have not kept the secret of Joe Wilkinson um, whatsoever. And can you blame me? It's going to be good. Until next time, goodbye.